Welcome to Aetherius Radio Live, the Hour of Truth with Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. Welcome to Aetherius Radio Live on Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, brought to you every third Tuesday monthly at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. UK Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. A serious radio live invites you to discover the cosmic message for this age revealed through legendary master of yoga and world-renowned medium, Dr. George King, between 1954 and 1997. Be prepared for another amazing show covering fascinating topics such as karma, UFOs, the Mother Earth, the New World, the Next Master, life on other planets, and much, much more. Today on the Theories Radio Live, your hosts are Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze, and they will be talking about Mars Sector 8, a glorious cosmic resource. So without further ado, I give you Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. Thank you, Nikki. Hello, Chrissy. Hello, Richard. Hello, Richard. Hi there. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. How are you? How is it in England? Good, good. It's yeah, fine. Uh, pretty good. Bit cold, bit cold, bit cold, but uh, great. It's, it's Christmas and everybody's getting into the Christmas. I don't know whether they're getting into the true Christmas spirit, but certainly a Christmas spirit. Of course, it's the wrong yes. date. Yeah, we've, we've covered got... that before, but still, we're going with it. We've got six snow um, here, so... so it's very Christmassy. Have you? I know. Oh my, that's must yes, be wonderful. Yes, I know you're jealous. Love that. <laughs> yeah. I love, I I know love you like snow. snow. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> fabulous. But, but you get a lot of that though, don't you, in Michigan? We do, yeah. <laughs> a yeah. lot of snow, but um, it's nice at this time yeah. of year. So. Yeah. Hello yeah. to everybody listening and uh, happy Christmas to everybody Absolutely. listening. <laughs> Very happy Christmas all round. And uh, today it's, uh, it's, a, it's a real pleasure to be doing this particular uh, subject actually today because in fact it's something I it's a subject that I think um, really should we should do more justice to generally uh, because we, we often think uh, about the you know the great masters who've communicated through our beloved master thanks to his outstanding mediumship of course that that's we've covered that several times but we must never forget it I mean it just could not have happened right. without him I mean it couldn't have been done even by you know some of the great mediums we may think of in theosophy or whatever. This is a... The great karmic lord, Mars Sector 6, uh, the wonderful Jupiter Sector 9 too, of course the Master Jesus, who we're all thinking about this season, but as another great master who is one of the most regular communicators through the years with our master, and that is Mars Sector 8. And I, I just think we, it's about time, really, on Aetherius Radio Live, we covered this, Chrissy. Absolutely. When, when you suggested the idea for a topic for this show, I thought that was a marvelous idea because, we, as you say, we really talk about it very little, and the, there's so much we can say about this wonderful uh, Mars Sector 8. So thank you for that idea. And thanks for going along with it. Well, I hope our listeners will, will take note because really what we have here is an information-packed show. <laughs> there is so much one could say and that we probably we won't be able to get through it all because there's an awful lot. But I want to make it clear right before we really get started that when we're talking about Mars Sector 8, we're talking about those who have communicated through this sector. And you may well say, well, what on earth is a sector? To which I'd have to say, we don't really know. Uh, we know it's a high honor to, to, to have a sector associated with you as a being. Uh, but Mars Sector 8, in some ways, I think, Chrissy, is the most mysterious and enigmatic of them all. Um, he used to communicate originally as Mars Sector 8 general information, didn't he? Yes, that's right, yes. And the title changed. And we were told, yes, the title did change. And then later, and I'm talking about really, I think it was 1978, that late, um, in the, because the first communication from Mars Sector 8, according to our records, was 1957, and in February of that year. And then in 1978, in the summer, 
Uh, in fact, uh, our master was over here in, in Britain, and at the time he was in Scotland, when he received, we'll come on to this later, but some critical communications from Mars Sector 8 Special Advisor S2. And yeah. we can only assume that that is a, a separate intelligence from Mars Sector 8, or maybe in one way or another it isn't. And this is, this is where we're a bit out of our depth. But certainly yeah. it had a, there's a being with a different designation, but still communicating through that same sector, which is a, an incredible sector. I mean, Mars Sector 8 general information, we were told, uh, very early on, is based on the smaller of the Martian moons, Deimos or Deimos. How do you pronounce that, Chris? Is it Deimos or Deimos? Um, well, I've always said Deimos, but I, I could be wrong. Deimos. No, you could be right, because it's spelled D-E-I-M-O-S. And that's where Mars Sector 8 general information, uh, we were told, was located. Sorry, did I interrupt you? No, there was just a little bit of a technical hitch there. Um, there was a, oh. a, a, a blackout period um, when you were speaking. Really? Oh. Oh. That's happened oh, well, twice in case listeners so didn't hear... Really? Oh, I see. Okay, well, sorry about that, everybody. We're, we're talking about Mars Sector 8 general information being based on Deimos, uh, the smaller of the Martian moons. And we were told from there, uh, this intelligence controlled the entry of every visitor to this solar system, knew exactly who was coming in, who was going out, uh, those who were permitted to go in, those who needed help or guidance when they came in, those who certainly didn't need it. Um, it was Mars Sector 8 who was in complete charge and control of all visitors, and that was just one of its, his, his tasks to this solar system. Incredible, really. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and there's many, many things one can say about him. Uh, um, he was, and, and for the purpose of this broadcast, we're going to cover Mars Sector 8, Mars Sector 8 Special Advisor S2, who I mentioned, who started to communicate in 1978 through mental transmissions, and also uh, Sector S2, who is the self-same being as Mars Sector 8 Special Advisor S2. That was a designation he received uh, later on in the 1990s. So all of this is covered. And I think it's fair to say, Chrissy, that of, if you count all of those, it could be the most prolific communicator through our master of every cosmic master. Uh, I don't That's know that for a fact. It would mm -hmm. Yeah, it would either be Master Ethereus or Mars Sector 6 or Mars Sector 8 and Mars Sector 8 Special Advisor S2 if we combine them. Uh, because in the, in the latter years, it was Sector S2 who gave more mental transmissions than any other communicator through our master. Right, right. It's now, great that you're um, bringing shall I, shall this I... to light now because it's, I'm sure most people who know about the Ethereum Society teachings, you know, as you say, they wouldn't really consider Mars Sector 8 in the same category of, you know, a number of transmissions received as the other two masters mm. that you mentioned, Mars Sector 6 and Master Ethereum. Yes. So that's very, very interesting. Mm. And, you know, I think, and this is just my opinion I'm giving now, Chrissy, is that it's, it's partly because he revealed truth and vitally important truth in, an, in a very distinctive manner. And as his uh, designation suggested, he did it through the imparting of information. And that information yeah. in itself is a teaching, but he didn't do it so much in a philosophical sense. I mean, they all have their own completely unique style, whether it be the great oratory and extremely sometimes quite terse and succinct oratory, where he has this brilliant ability, Mars Sector 6, to put tremendous truth in just a very few words. Uh, or the Master Ethereus, where it, you, you feel he's taking you into his confidence. It's a certain type of style. He makes you mm -hmm. feel that you, it's, he's telling you something you already knew. He, he has so much confidence in you. It's the most wonderful, enchanting way of delivering some of the greatest occult revelations that have ever been delivered to Earth. But with Mars Sector 8, it's a style of imparting absolutely stunning information and sometimes delivering it very speedily i mean if you ever hear a cosmic transmission by mars sector 8 then you'll you'll hear quite a fast delivery of information yeah. but that information itself 
if you take it in, certainly, in, in there are many examples of this, will change your whole approach to spirituality forever. We'll give you examples of this as yeah. the program progresses. But that, that's really the first sort of a point I wanted to give, as, as it says, it's my opinion. It, but it's a certain way of bringing a change of consciousness through information. It's very, very interesting, if I may just give a little aside, Richard, because I would Please associate do. Mars Sector 8 with, with Mercury, even though you know, we know that um, he doesn't reside upon Mercury, and I don't believe anybody does, actually. But it's very mercurial, as you say, information. And mm. the planet Mercury, mm -hmm. astrologically, is all about information. Well, today, the planet Mercury uh, went retrograde, but the interesting oh. thing is it's now conjunct. It's right next to the planet Pluto, and Pluto is a planet of revelation of truth on its higher aspects. And so it's very mm. interesting to me that this, is, this show, and I didn't think of it at the time when you suggested it today, mm. as happening today. I mean, I don't think it's by chance at all. That's very interesting. Another interesting we came across, yeah. we wanted to give one example, and they are the few and far between, where the Mars Hetrate does give a philosophical dissertation. And, and we thought, well, there's one wonderful one that he gave as part of a Christmas message uh, in 1961. Yeah. And it turned out, of course, it was delivered on December the 20th, this very day, exactly yes. 55 years ago. So we'll, we'll be coming on to that later because it's a, a, like a five-part plan for uh, dispelling fear from your life completely uh, and it's, it's put it very beautifully but going through some of the things about Mars Sector 8 uh, Chrissy um, I mean first thing to be said and speaking for Aetherius Radio Live I think to any member of the Aetherius Society or, or dedicated sympathizer someone who really believes in our work Mars Sector 8 is extremely important to you he's a vital part I mean he took part uh, in many, many aspects. I think you might be amazed just how many different aspects that he did take part in. I mean, starting with perhaps our, our holiest day, well, not perhaps, definitely our holiest day of the year, July the 8th, 1964. Of course, he was one of the key communicators in that transmission. Generally, he appeared, I haven't done a check to see if it was, it was on every occasion, but in any spirit, uh, special power manipulation, including the Operation 111s for the Mother Earth, power manipulations for the benefit of the planet upon which we live, you are very likely to hear Mars Sector 8 as one of the communicators reporting back, of course, to Mars Sector 6, uh, who uh, certainly on one occasion was his commander, commanding officer, and whom he, Mars Sector 8, has referred to as his brother, um, I, I would like to perhaps, Chris, a good place to start might be the very first communication he ever delivered. Um, and that's an interesting one. We've talked about it before on Aetherius Radio Live. And in fact, you, you came up with an interesting point about it, Chrissy, because it was the occasion when uh, he actually reported from 32 miles above the surface of Earth, just over the Swiss Alps, and was carrying on a power impregnation uh, as he puts it, of a certain magnetic belt which actually goes right through the Earth. We're actually at this moment impregnating that particular magnetic belt with our energies, he said. So these may travel right through the Earth and may help the terrestrial Logos. And he says this is termed as Operation Number One, for it takes priority over all other operations, Mars Sector 8 discontinuing. And, and you pointed out, Chrissy, that in fact... 32 miles above the Earth is exactly the sort of beginning of the stratosphere, which uh, is an interesting yeah. observation, because I, I doubt very much. Uh, in fact, I've got that wrong. The stratosphere of Earth is believed to end 31 end miles above 30. its surface. Yeah, so. not begin. Uh, yeah. Um, and, yeah 32, I doubt very much our master knew I that. Think it is. is it? Okay. Well, there 32. you are. Mm -hmm. 8 and 32. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. But there again, also, there's a little sort of uh, postscript to that, because after receiving that transmission in 1957 on February the 10th, another transmission came through, and I'll read it exactly as it was delivered, and it, it was from satellite number 3, and it went like this. This is satellite number 3, now damping all terrestrial reception channels. Just before I do, might I point out that mental channel number 1 was tuning in rather as a pirate station. 
however would like to say <laughs> god bless you all and you know so they always have tremendous sense of humor as we know but it does indicate chrissy yeah. that uh, he wasn't really meant to get that transmission he somehow managed to tune into it and receive it yes. and then satellite number three intervened and and that was the first appearance as far as we know of Mars Sector 8, and a very significant one, because one of the th points I want to make in this, uh, this broadcast is the close affinity between our master and Mars Sector 8, and I believe there be very good reasons for that. And here you have the very first thing that we hear that he did was impregnate the Earth, and it looks as though it must have been a psychic center of Earth, because later our master revealed there is one there, which is used for charging the Earth in the Swiss Alps. Um, and he was sending energy to the Logos of Earth. This is years before um, you know, Operation 111, although Operation Number 1 sounds like the same thing. It was years before Operation Sunbeam. And this is the first, and, and, and before the Twelve Blessings, uh, before the Seventh Blessing of the, about the Mother Earth, we have this concept coming from Mars Sector 8, and not as a, as a theory, but as something he was actually doing, because he was an extremely, extremely, is an extremely active cosmic master. Very interesting indeed, yes. Yes. I think I'm right in saying um, that the master theorists referred to him as one of the greatest active spiritual strategists in this system. Um, at the end of that Christmas message Maybe. that you referred to. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. or it certainly it, sounds it, like Okay, that's... Okay. Um, that was right at the end of that message, yes. And no, I think actually, I'm just looking at it now. No, that's a reference to Mars sure Sector 6. Because mm, he says, I, I now sure take pleasure. Yeah, no, because he says, I take pleasure in allowing a few moments with one. He's introducing there Mars Sector 6, actually in that particular oh, okay. reference okay. but uh, but no problem yeah, because sure. one th yeah i mean he has though master theorist interestingly has described mars sector 8 as a great warrior which is and something a lot of us didn't know about mars sector 8 and it was actually those who are familiar with the theorist society teachings may have heard of a particular planet by the name of garouche uh which uh, caused various uh, problems in the early teachings of the society, these problems are brought out and dangers even to this planet. But it was Mars Sector 8 who was given the assignment of, of, of toppling the dictators of that planet. And indeed he, he did. He brought about apparently a karmic manipulation which allowed Mars Sector 6 to intervene. And he was greatly injured in that and he was one of the great warriors certainly, and as regarded as a great warrior in this solar system, as well as everything else, a, a phenomenal scientist and an absolute fount of information. Yeah. Now, another He's thing about... So much I'm, information about... I'm sorry. Gee, please go on. No, please go on. Please. I mean, he really has, through this information, enabled um, our master to advance uh, Operation Prep, for example, and He's helped us in very practical mm -hmm. ways. And I must say the transmission Strange. you referred to in the Christmas message, it, I read it again. Mm. I've read it several times recently, mm. Richard, and it really mm. is absolutely fantastic, so succinct, and uh, so it simple is. in a way. I mean, he's absolutely yes. incredible. He is, and he gets right to the point. And in fact, there's... It, 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 he adopted a certain style in the early transmissions because there are really two two phases you might say which were the early transmissions recorded ones and in the early years the 1950s we're talking about really um the 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 teachings came the teaching transmissions and the communications the most regular communicators were mars sector six the master Ethereus, the master jesus jupiter sector nine two and Mars Sector 8, for sure. There is another one, actually, but he uh, doesn't appear in our own teachings. It's in another order. That's the teachings of St. Peter, who gave several transmissions in that period. Um, there are others. There's Mars Sector 9. There's Mars Sector 5. There's a, a being from Neptune. There's a lord, of course, from Saturn, who gave one of the greatest transmissions we've ever received, the One Energy. We've talked about that. But he was certainly one of them, and he adopted... Um, a very 
pointed manner. Uh, he could be very blunt, and, and as, as you might say, in your face, in the way he taught. He didn't pull any punches, uh, particularly when talking, for example, about the dangers of radioactivity, or when talking about the uh, cover-up by governments of, of UFOs and flying saucers, as they were then called. But again, rather than just giving a, a long dissertation about it, he would list off, on one occasion he listed off all the government agencies which had colour film, you might remember that, Chrissy, of, of flying saucers on, on their files. And he gave their names and the departments of the various governments, which said far more than a lot of theory might say. Right. Yes. But clearly he, he adopted the tone that he adopted quite deliberately and there's rather, a, I think, quite a poignant uh, transmission uh, comment he made once, which is this, and I'm quoting now, we have tried all kinds of approaches to Earth. We have tried a very gentle approach. Now we are trying in some cases a more pointed one. That is why I have unfortunately to speak in this way. I think our master too would relate very, very much to that because he too pulled no punches, but he, he it wasn't like his what he always wanted to do, but he knew it knew that we on Earth really needed it. And for an, an example of this was when there were uh, experimentation, nuclear experimentation being done in the Christmas Isles, uh, Christmas Islands, I should say. And he made, and in fact, they were experimenting with the use of, of lithium. And this is just an example of the tone that he adopted. And I'll read this. I hope that those people who stood and watched the results of the explosion of the last hydrogen isotope bomb near the Christmas Islands area were proud that they had at last perfected a weapon which could, in less than 35 seconds, destroy all women and children and old people in the whole city. I hope they found such things of great inspiration to their depravity. Yeah, absolutely. Powerful oratory and, uh, and, and, powerful, due, and yeah. much deserved. Much deserved. Yeah. Um, and, and, and he spoke, he gave one of his sort of classic transmissions was about the silence group, um, you know, the cover-up by governments oh, yeah. of information about a whole variety of things, but specifically flying saucers. And I mean, you'll remember, as I do, Chrissy, when we used to go out and give talks in the late 70s and early 80s and we talked about government cover-ups, people thought we were eccentric to suggest that governments would lie about such things. And now... Nobody believes a word the governments say about much, really. So, uh, he, and he gave a prediction, Mars Sector 8. He said this about the silence group. He said, we know of the existence of this organization. We have prepared our counter plan. This plan is now in operation. We will win eventually. And the change is coming. I mean, you know, we've got WikiLeaks and also I'm not, I'm not endorsing it or otherwise, but I'm just saying there is a right. massive change in consciousness by people um, yeah. towards governments, isn't there? One thing is you're saying all this, Richard, I get the uh, strong impression that nothing much escapes the attention of, of Mars Sector 8. He seems to know <laughs> exactly. everything that's going on on this planet in great detail. It's amazing, um, really. And, and everything we gather really that's going is. on in the solar system. Yeah, agreed. Yes, yeah. You mentioned that transmission, Chrissy, and perhaps before we go to the, to the break, it might be good before we, and then we, after the break, we can move on to Mars Etrate Special Advisor S2. And I know you want to talk about those prayer power revelations, but it might be good perhaps oh, if we ended this half with, with that particular transmission you, you sang the praises of, if you'd like to perhaps lead us in that, it would be great. The Christmas message, you mean? Yes, the Christmas message. Would you message. like me to um, pause at, uh, throughout the transmission so you might like to comment on, on it, or should I read the sure, whole thing? Sure. Um, maybe pause, because there are a few points, and you might want There's to so comment much. as well. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's so much there, isn't there? And, and such just a few sentences, really. So, as Indeed. Richard mentioned, this was this transmission was given as part of a Christmas message series on December the 20th, exactly 55 years ago, 
um, still very, very relevant today. And in fact, it's very, you almost want to say it's almost more important today because of everything that's happening in the world. Mars Sector 8, General Information. At this time, you terrestrials are facing your basic trials. Be you not in any wise afeared, for this fear is a weapon of the dark forces. Um, yes, well, I think we've seen that, haven't know we? what we mean by the dark, what is meant by the dark forces. I don't know. If Perhaps you should you explain that, that Chrissy. Uh, all right. Well, the dark right, forces are. Sorry, can you hear? Are we hearing each other? Yes. Yes. Um, did Did you want me to explain the dark, who the dark forces are, Chrissy? Uh, you can do, or I mean, I think most people are aware that just as there are forces so. of light uh, helping us in our evolution on this planet over many, many millennia, so too there are um, dark forces, forces of darkness, yeah. very, very real, just as real who are throwing everything they can, and we see this happening in the world, influencing people on this planet to do wrong, to bring chaos, mm -hmm. to bring tragedy to this planet. And there's a, mm -hmm. a battle, and has been over the centuries. And so this is what's referred to as the dark forces. Do you want to add to that? Fear is Agreed. one of the Agreed. I mean, you don't have to... It is used. It is. You don't have to look much further than Syria right today. To, to see that yeah. going on and the various forces at work I there. It's, a, it's an absolute tragedy. And by the way, talking of Mars Sector 8, Special Advisor S2, Sector S2, this very day we have done um, spiritual energy radiator operations uh, from our spiritual energy radiator in Barnsley to, for peace, stability and aid in that region where they're trying to evacuate people from Aleppo right now. And that is thanks to Sector S2 because he's in command of the energies that we are privileged to use and is put through our spiritual energy radiators. Well, that's very good news. And, and apparently the evacuation mm. went well and I think many tens of thousands of people have arrived in Turkey safely. Which is so fantastic, fantastic. Wonderful yeah. news. Yeah, they, they've been through Indeed. to hell and back, those poor people. So I'll yeah. continue... Uh, so we, fear is a weapon of the dark forces, and Marsek 8, I continue, says, reject it. Let your magnificent hearts be filled with the power of the one divine source, and fear will have no place therein. Beautiful. Look deep within yourselves at the lasting spark of the absolute, which has residence there, and fear will have no place. Cast out the darkness of your basic thoughts. Let the light which flows unrestricted through the mighty cosmic system course through you, and fear will have no place. Go you on, living the faith you now profess, and fear will have I'm sorry, and fear will be as a total stranger to you. So I think well, there, if we can pause there. Yourself. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll pause there. I was, I was going to pause there because there I think we have the five points, which are interrelated and they're absolutely beautiful and the wonderful Christmas message, allowing our magnificent hearts to be filled with the power of the one divine source. And don't forget, every time we do the 12 blessings, we are letting our hearts be filled. And the more we concentrate and the more open we are, the more they'll be filled with that power. And then fear has no place. If we look deep within ourselves, if we go deep into ourselves, we are very honest with ourselves uh, and, mm. and we make contact with the real self, which is divine, again, fear will have no place. So that's two things there. The third one, cast out the darkness of your basic thoughts. So detach. We all need to do this from various kinds of basic thoughts. And then fear will go, he tells us. And right. fourthly, right. if we let the light which flows through the mighty cosmic system course through us. That again is similar to earlier ones, but again, we do that when we pray. We do that when we heal. We allow it to flow. Again, that gets rid of fear. That's number four. And fine, five, go on living the faith you now profess. That's not always easy to do, let's face it. But as long as our faith is based on experience, even if they're small experiences, 
enough to build our faith and then as he puts it beautifully fear will be as a total stranger to you yeah that's beautiful I love the sentence um, which talks about how let your magnificent heart be filled with the power of the one divine source that's beautiful isn't it absolutely beautiful it is beautiful absolutely Um, I'll just finish this transmission as well you will prepare yourself for a greater thing a greater life a fuller more complete existence is yours reach out O terrestrial man and pick the fruit the lasting fruit from the garden of active wisdom then you will not go backwards yes I oh, think that's that's wonderful and and it's interesting too because he sees he, he I think he could have said you know, uh, then you will go forwards. But he says, then you will not go backwards, which is a, a, a teaching in itself, because some people don't think they can go backwards. But I'm afraid we can right. involve just as much as we can evolve. You, one thing we can't do, and this is a point the master, our master used to make very often, we can't stand still. Um, and we have to keep picking that fruit, as he puts it, as Marsetrate puts it, the lasting fruit from the garden of active wisdom. I was talking to friends here earlier today, you know, and we all need, as I'm sure you know, as well as I do, Chrissy, that you know, we all need to replenish ourselves on an ongoing basis, or else we can lose the contact with that spark that's within us and the inspiration that it brings. And before we know it, without even realizing it, we can be involving instead of evolving so I think that's wonderful advice there absolutely it's a a great Christmas message actually Uh, unfortunately it's so important at this time because the world is so full of fear and and it's up to us um, to change that within ourselves and by spreading this message which is so important one uh, throughout the world Mm -hmm. as far as we can Indeed. Well, I so think that's thank you for that, Chrissy. That for brings break. us. I sorry. think it is. I think it's over to Nikki. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Richard and Chrissy. You are listening to a serious radio live with hosts Chrissy Blaze and Richard Lawrence in this fascinating show, Mars Sector Eight, a glorious cosmic resource. Now, at this time, an excellent Christmas gift would be the New Age teachings of that Master of Love, the Master Jesus, the Twelve Blessings, which are available in the beautifully bound book, or listen to his wonderful words as featured in the CD album, and of course, the series of brilliant lectures on the Twelve Blessings given by Dr. George King. Very special gifts indeed, all of which are available from our website, Aetherius.org. Over this Christmas weekend, we can all help to send out that much-needed spiritual energy by joining in with the live online Twelve Blessings services, which are held every Saturday and Sunday. To find out more, please visit 12blessings.org, and that is 12 in digits. There will also be the divine service held on Christmas Day at 11 a.m. at the George Hinn Chapel in London and at the Michigan branch to which you are very welcome to attend. For further details, please visit ethereus.org. Information on other essential activities of the Ethereus Society can also be found on our website. So that's it for now, and I'm very pleased to return you to your hosts, Richard Lawrence, and Chrissy Blaze. Thanks, Nikki. Thank you very much. Thank you, Nikki. And I think just before we leave, uh, the early, uh, there's so many things one could say about Mars Sector 8. I, uh, there's, there's so much I haven't uh, gone into, and you, we haven't had time. But I would like to mention just one thing, Chrissy, of course, that it was he with Cosmic Associates, um, that's described as close cosmic associates, who charged the third holy mountain in Operation Starlight, Ben Hope, in Scotland. And that's a very, very significant mountain, actually, with special energies in it. It's one of the three mountains with uh, certain special energies, uh, along with Castle Peak and Mount Kilimanjaro, which were charged later. Um, so there'll be listeners to Ethereum's Radio Life who've been up that mountain and can be very thankful to Mars Sector 8 for that. 
But I think now you want to take us, don't you, to Marset Trade Special Advisor S2 and the advice he gave us in assessing Operation Prayer Power Energy. Yes, I think we've talked about Operation Prayer Power in the past, have we not, Richard, on this show? Yes. Um, yes. But basically, uh, for listeners who are new, it's uh, a global healing mission uh, devised by our master, Dr. George King. And um, this is one that involves spirituality and science or technology. And it's an amazing mission, and it's one that's held in five centers around the world, including London, where Richard's speaking from, including uh, Royal Oak, Michigan, where I'm speaking from, and also in Los Angeles, in Barnsley, uh, in New Zealand. So it's held throughout the world, and it's open to everybody to attend. It's an amazing mission, and it's spiritual energy or love energy is invoked by prayer team members and mantra team members who join together in a team, and it's collected in a piece of apparatus called a battery. The energy, because of its frequency, its nature, the energy of love, uh, is concentrated and it accumulates. And in the beginning, in the early days, um, Richard, myself, and Nikki were there at the time, were we not, when Operation Prayer Pass started on Hold to yes. Down in, in Devonshire, the wonderful experience. In the early days, I'm, I must admit, well, maybe you knew, but myself, I didn't really know what I was doing because, you know, we didn't have, you know, we just um, did what our master suggested and, um, you know, had fantastic results. Energy is sent to various uh, places in the world that need help, whether it's a, a war situation or a, a natural disaster, uh, people are suffering. Energy from Operation Prayer Power is sent to those, those areas and throughout the years it's had a remark, remarkable success. Well, it was in 1978 that um, Mars Sector 8 gave us some very, very incredibly useful information that enabled Dr. King to really advance Operation Prayer Power tremendously. And it was already an incredible mission. And he said that um, he made the revelation that the charge flow, the, the flow of the charge of energy being put into the battery wasn't constant and he said that a better assessment was needed and um, he said that assessment should be logged and he gave categories and the categories at that time that we used were I believe A, B and C and now over the years we've really um, worked hard and, and advanced and, and we went up to um, the lofty double A plus category but at that time it was A, B, and C, and so he gave us these categories, and we then assessed these different categories of energy. So we had an idea, more, much more idea, of, of um, the category of energy being held within the battery. Uh, if you want to add anything at any time, Richard, please go ahead. Um, well, I'll, yes, I'll, I mean, it's fascinating what you're saying. It's true. Go on, please. So at that time, you know, we were invoking quite a lot of the category A energy, and as I say, over the years we have advanced. But even more than that, um, later on, I believe in 1979, the following year, um, he, uh, our master received really invaluable information about the timing of the different qualities, because these categories of energies are like different qualities. Uh, the quality mm -hmm. we're getting now, AA+, is very, very high, but also A, the category A, is a, a fairly high quality energy. And in fact, I believe our master described it as, um, um, as a type of energy invoked by a really good team on a holy mountain. So in other words, it was a, a very good and very useful energy. Um, but Mars Sector 8, he um, gave us, he said that the... Um, a charging session of A category energy, this quality of energy, when we invoked that at the time, it was equivalent to having five more people in the session. So say there were 20 people came into the session, if invoking A category energy, that was equivalent to having 25 people. He also said that A plus energy is equivalent to having further 20 people. And the double A plus energy we're getting now is equivalent to having an extra 50 people. So if you've got 20 people, it's like having 70 people uh, in the, in the uh, team. 
So this was incredibly important for Operation Prayer Power. And he also said about the accumulation. So when the spiritual energy is in the battery, it starts to uh, accumulate. And Mars Sector 8 said that all frequencies from A-plus quality onwards accumulate at between 2 and 6% per month. And so this was uh, not only a revelation, but it was a very important advancement in Operation Prayer Power. And our master, I'm sure you remember, <laughs> was absolutely overjoyed at that. Um, because mm. the, the beauty of our master, he's always, he, he devised these amazing global healing missions, but he was always, and he always did, seeking to advance them, to evolve them, to improve them. And this really helped him to do that. It did. And I think, you know, this is a classic example. And thank you for explaining all that, Chrissy. Because I, I would just add in, by the way, that some of the qualities like B and C, we found out, actually lowered the number of attenders, didn't they? They reduced that figure. Right, right. Took away from them. But um, just, just, we don't thankfully get those qualities now, although they are needed on certain levels of this earth, interestingly. Um, but. Yeah. I think this is a classic example, really, of the point I was trying to make at the beginning, which is that here you have some information. It's extremely practical information. It was given to us to use in Operation Prayer Power because our master described Mars Sector 8 Special Advisor S2 as the man when it comes to Operation Prayer Power. I actually think that's very yeah. humble of our master because I would say they are the men, uh, the two of yeah. them. But um, he... He really was interested in helping us, and not just interested, he did help us. He's transformed that mission, Mars Sector 8 Special Advisor S2, yeah. with the information you've so well described, Chrissy. But also, doesn't this completely revolutionize our whole concept of spirituality upon Earth? You know, it's a completely different way of looking at it, introducing scientific science. Here you have a, a real Aquarian age expression yeah. of teaching it's practical it's scientific it's taking something that's been known about for thousands and thousands of years upon earth namely prayer and turning it into a science quantifying it and qualifying it doing both um, you were talking about prayer hours for a start, so it's measured in prayer hours, man or woman hours of prayer, which includes mantra, of course. It's the highest form of prayer. And it's then saying, well, they're, they're all usable at different levels. Even, you know, certain people need lower kinds of energy. But the higher we get, the quantity also increases. These are things we didn't know at all. Yes. It's never been taught before, as far as I know, anywhere. If you get a higher quality of energy, you must bring about a higher quantity of energy. You, you could guess it, but now we know it. And it certainly changes our concept. Um, in the past, really, spirituality has tended... Uh, you know, if you talk about, for example, just name one religion, the Hindu religion, they talk about the three gunas and they talk about raising energy through the sattvic approach. And the whole approach has been to elevate ourselves to the highest possible level in all religions and, and rightly so. But now we have a concept where different levels, different qualities uh, and quantities can be used in different ways. They're still valid, but they all have different effects, you know, and... There are occasions where, uh, for example, it's a different mission, but today, through our spiritual energy radiator, Sector S2 was putting A-plus energy through. Not double A-plus energy through, but A-plus energy through. Now, here you have a master uh, in a center, central control, as it's referred to, who, who could put qualities of energy which are just unbeknown to any of us upon this planet, I'm sure, because they're so high. Yeah and yet has chosen to give even a lower quality, if you like, than we're sometimes capable of getting in ourselves in Operation Prepper because that's usable, that's useful. And it, again, it's measured, we know how much. It's, it's exactly today, 6,000 prayer hours went out. We, it's a very precise and very different approach which changes spirituality upon Earth. 
Yeah, you made a very good point. One I must say I haven't really thought of before, that not only did Mars Sector 8 revolutionize Operation Prayer Power, but as you say, he revolutionized thought on this planet by this uh, yeah. understand, a new understanding of prayer. So, yeah, this is a, yeah. a new thought for me, actually. So thank you for bringing that out. Very, very well, and, interesting indeed. And me, because I've been thinking about him a lot. And, of course, really following on from those interesting revelations, it was, it was a year later, actually, that he gave the revelations about the energy which goes through the spiritual energy radiator. And th this is... Um, quite amazing revelations it's a, it's a book we could do a whole program on it so i'm only going to scratch the surface of it now it's in a book called operation sunbeam god's magic in action and he talks about right. the various the quality and the quantity of energy sent to the to the various realms of earth by satellite oh, yes. number three during a spiritual push actually it's not just by the way i i got that wrong it's not actually so much about the energy that goes through the spiritual energy radiators although he did tell us the quantity of energy that goes through them it's more about the energy that satellite number three radiates to the different realms directly during a spiritual push when their actions are potentized or our actions are potentized three thousand times and he broke it down again absolutely brilliantly and he's an all-knowing source uh, he seems to know everything and whatever you need yeah. to know he will give you an exact answer to it if he's karmically permitted to which says a lot about who he is and what he is, I think. But in this particular case, he breaks down the qualities. So, for example, on level four, a pretty high level, we've talked about the levels before, double A plus energy is sent. On level three, it's a combination of double A plus and A plus. Level two, it's A plus. Level one, it's A and A plus that they are sending because those are the energies that can be absorbed on our level. And as you go lower, even into the lower astrals, it's B and then it goes down to C and even at the lowest level it goes down to E. It would be no point. It wouldn't even be possible to send A plus energy to the low, those low levels. It wouldn't even reach them. They couldn't absorb it. They couldn't use it. It's a, it's a revolutionary concept. When he, when he gets yeah. to the very highest levels, levels 5 and 6, because level 7 isn't inhabited, um, then he breaks it down into units. He no longer uses prayer hours. It's obviously a whole different approach on those very high levels. Those are the realms of the masters. But um, it's it's a it's a complete. And he even he tells you how many prayer hours are released per day in that particular that particular time. By the way, it could be different now. Um, and it's a it's it's a mind transforming approach to spirituality, really. It really is, and it just shows that your prayers, even though you may think, well, I don't know much about prayer, but just raise your hands, and as long as it's you know, a prayer from the heart, it will always be useful on one realm or another, or on this planet too. I mean, it's mm. such a, a wonderfully useful energy. It's what's really needed at this time. So it almost doesn't matter you know, if you don't know much about prayer yet. Just do it, because it will help. Absolutely. In fact, yes, the real help yes, is indeed. needed, as we know, on those lower realms, you know. Yes, well, yeah, and very much on this realm, too. Um, yeah, I mean, there are some realm, other, yeah, is there any, is there any, because there are some other amazing revelations that he gave, but have you, is there any more you want to say about the prayer power revelations before I go on to some of the one or two others that he gave? No, please do carry on because we only have 10 minutes left, I think, so that would be yes. great. And, and I must apologize in one way to listeners in that this is a, a show that's very dense in information and might be a little difficult to follow. Uh, it can always be you know, listened to again if you want to, or you can be followed up. But we're trying to pack in, in, uh, in on our very small, tiny version of Mars Sector 8 style, as much information as we can. Um, in fact, I, we call him a glorious cosmic resource. General information, it doesn't in some ways sound as wondrous and impressive as he undoubtedly is. Well, here's a staggering one, Chrissy, and I'm sure you'll remember this one. It was when, and I was actually with the Master at the time, when he asked, he raised this question with Mars Sector 8 Special Advisor S2. It was the end of 1979. 
that he asked him, or it might have been right at the beginning of 1980, and he asked him to make a comparison between Ethereum Society activities and the Buddhist and Christian religions. Now, I'm going to give this as it was delivered, but I want everyone please to understand that we have complete respect for all religions and we value all true religions uh, well it's not in a one and only way but this was still a staggering revel you know absolute amazing revelation made by marsec rate special advisor s2 in answer to the question uh, he informed our master that operation sunbeam and Operation Space Power, so Operation Sunbeam, the mission in which we send energy to the Logos of Earth with the help of the Gothamasters, and Operation Space Power, that's the mission where energy is put through the spiritual energy radiators and beamed out from our SERs around the world during a spiritual push. Those two missions were 945 times more valuable to the physical realms of life in 1979 than the Buddhist and Christian religions combined. It's quite a revelation. Mm-hmm. It's a staggering one. It's a shocking one, in a way, because it's, hello? it's illustrating those... Hello, can you hear me, Chrissy? Oh, yes. Have I we lost you? Blank spot. No, I'm here. I just oh, well, couldn't po- hear you for a while. Uh, and we must apologize to listeners if they're getting any blank spots too. I don't know quite what's going on this evening or this afternoon if you're in America. But um, certainly um, that is a very precise answer. Nine, not 946, not 944. And you think, how would he know? How could he know that? Um, and it, it must come down to some kind of karmic computer system that he must have to be able yes. to know emphatically the value, and that's the term, valuable to the physical realms of life. And I'll give another example, because time is, is, isn't on our side at this particular moment. There's only so much time we have. But this is one we've mentioned before, and it's quite an arcane thing, which some listeners will be more familiar with than others. But we have spoken about this. We've spoken about the five adepts, and the role they played in a mission called the Alien Mission, very, very important mission um, uh, uh, in which we were saved uh, from uh, an alien uh, who had taken residence here, actually an alien android, which could have conquered the world. And I was, again, I was lucky to be with the Master at the time when he wanted to ask this question. And he always, it was seemed to me that Marset Rate Special Advisor S2 was the go-to source if he wanted information on, not on everything, but on many, many things, especially general things. He even got um, quite a number that I know of, of helpful communications from that source on almost personal, personally related matters, um, which mattered. They mattered. They had an impact upon the work, but they were quite... Um, not exactly basic, but functional things, and yet he was willing to give advice at times and tremendous help. He was really involved, really close to our master, especially at the end in the latter years. Now, this one was a question when our master wanted to know exactly what humanity owed the five adepts for being saved in the alien mission. He was a bit fed up with people saying, oh, we can never repay the debt. It's a, you know, it's, these are vague phrases as far as he was concerned. So he asked, and the answer he got was that 50% of the total wealth of all terrestrials would have been a logically reasonable and conservative repayment. Again, a very precise answer, 50%. Yeah. Um, there's no chance of it happening (laughs) and lots of examples I I think though one thing I would just like to mention uh, Chrissy if I may is right at the end of of our master's life it was um, Master Secretary Special Advisor S2 later Sector S2 who who came up with, devised and introduced Operation Powerlight which is again worthy of a broadcast on its own but this is a mission that our master even in very very poor health was able to perform. And I think it was wonderful for the world because it took advantage of our master's karmic position. He used our master's karmic position, possibly even the suffering he was going through, possibly, to 
instigate this mission. Um, but at the same time, it was also, I believe, very good for the well-being of our master who lived and breathed service and cosmic service and he couldn't climb mountains he couldn't go to lake powell any longer he couldn't perform certain missions but he this mission was so devised on one occasion i was over there and he could do it in his own residence um it, it, it's yeah. a mission as i say we haven't got time to go into now and it's a life-saving mission but could could I just also, as my last statement uh, on this program, make one quote which I think is very, very relevant to Ethereum Radio Live and very, very moving as far as I'm concerned. And that was on February the 15th, 1995. And I'm sure you'll remember this, Chrissy. Just a couple of years before our master's passing, he sent this out. And it really shows that Sector S2 had the interests of the Ethereum Society at heart. And I think we should be very thankful for that. And these are his words. Let everyone remember that what you call the Ethereum Society is God's church. All of it. No matter how small the congregation or how large. They are all part of God's church. And they should always remember that. Oh, thanks for the reminder that, yes, they were wonderful words. Mm. They, they were. And, and our master explained, of course, that, you know, it wasn't, obviously, we're not saying here there aren't any other churches or any other churches who do work for God, but he was there making a distinction. Sector S2 put it in such a way that he was making a distinction. It was because of our close connection and close cooperation with the cosmic masters, which makes the Ethereum Society completely unique. Even today, this very, very day, just a matter of a few hours ago, we had a close connection with that master, Sector S2, because no energy can be released from central control through our spiritual energy radiators except under his command. And this was done this very day, even though our master isn't with us, we still have in various missions, a direct and close cooperation with the cosmic masters. And it is this that makes us, in, in the words of Sector S2, God's church. And I think this is great, all of it, no matter how small the congregation or how large. That's, yes, wonderful transmission to, to end with, actually. <laughs> very, very inspiring. Thank you for that. I'll end with an amusing one, Chrissy, if I reminder. may. Here's an amusing one. Yeah, and <laughs> here's just an amusing one to end with. Uh, one day our master asked um, Central Control, Master H8, General Information, Special Advisor S2. He used all the designations, and he, he said this, Who are you really? And this is the answer he received. I will answer that question probably as you would. Have a nice day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> As you said earlier, Richard, sense the cosmic masters have an amazing sense of humour, don't, don't they? They certainly do. They certainly do. Now, I'm, I'm so, unfortunately won't be with you on your next programme because you're, it's going to be a great one about King Yoga and you're going to be joined by our good friend Brian Kniep to cover that on yes. January the 17th, I believe it is. Um, but I'll be with you in, back in February and we have planned uh, something which I don't think has ever been really... Uh, done in a lecture or discussed uh, certainly not since the very very early days anyway before your and my time and that is the close encounters of Mary King that's our master's mother so that will be in February but uh, have a wonderful show next time Chrissy I think we've lost each other so I'm going to hand over to Nikki now if I may to do the closing announcements thank you very much well, thank, thank you very you, much, Richard. everybody. Yep, thank you, Richard, and thank you, Chrissy, for sharing your deep insights and amazing revelations during this show and throughout 2016, giving us all a great year of truly fantastic cosmic inspiration. You have been listening to a serious radio live, which is your cosmic connection the third Tuesday of each month. As mentioned, the next show will be on January the 17th, 2017, on the subject of King Yoga, the Path of the Ethereum Society. 
This will be hosted by Chrissy Blaze with her guest, Brian Kniep, Executive Secretary at the American Headquarters of the Aetherius Society. For more information on the fascinating subjects and facts mentioned in the show or to connect with the Aetherius Society, please visit aetherius.org. You can connect with your hosts, Chrissy Blaze and Richard Lawrence, by visiting their respective websites, chrissyblaze.com and richardlawrence.co.uk. Thank you very much for listening, and I take this opportunity of wishing all our Serious Radio Live listeners a very happy Christmas and a spiritually fulfilling New Year.